This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. I want to read John 1.6. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. Oh, there will be morning session and evening sessions. So, where is that we start in the evening? What's the dress code? And then you are coming with on Wednesday, we are doing light day. And on Sunday, we are doing feast of the trumpets. So, don't see your coins around on Wednesday, not on the bikes around on Sunday. So Sunday, come with your trumpets. But Wednesday, come with your lights. Touch light, phone light, whatever lights. The bigger your light. <laughs> come with lights. <laughs> Hallelujah. Let's complete our reading. Everybody beg your boss. I think I will say that just because some other people are still coming in. Uh, there was a man sent from God. Can you put your name there? Whose name? Are you sent? Verse 7. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through in my believe. God's arrangement is always very funny. It will not show light to all men. It will select witnesses. Through them, all men must believe. Next verse. It was not the light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. Next verse. That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Can I have your God bless you. It was not the light, but it came to bear witness to the light. Remember, God is light. In him there is no darkness at all. When it comes to shining, there are two aspects of light that we'll begin to look at immediately after the conference. But I just want to touch on briefly today. There is a shining part and there is the burning part. Light can shine or light can burn. Fire is a form of light. Ah. John 5.35 Jesus said, remember, this chapter 1 says, John was not the light, but he came to bear witness to the light. Now, John 5.35 Let's start from 34. Now, Jesus is now talking about John. But I receive not my testimony from man. Let's start from 34. Sorry, 33 rather. 33. 
you sent unto John and he bear witness to the truth in order to have the truth. He said you wanted to know about me so you sent people to go and ask John. John gave a witness about the truth. Then Jesus said, even though I don't receive testimony from men, but at least John testified of me. Then in verse 35, which is where we're going. Then Jesus described John. Ah, After the conference, this will be your description. Amen. Jesus said, he was a burning and a shining light. And you were willing for a season to rejoice in his light. Now, the beginning where we read John 1 says, John was not the light. But he came to bear witness to the light. Now, the Bible says, people are willing to endure in John's light for a while. In other words, John, even though he came to bear witness to the light, himself carried a measure of light. And Jesus' testimony, because I just want to stop a few, because I'll make a couple of announcements today, and then we are in conference mode. So, it's not a long sermon today. Are you with me? Since you are going to hear messages all through the week. Number one, what can Jesus say about you? Then number two, Jesus said, burning and shining lights. John had the two parts of lights. It was not just shining, it was burning. It was not just burning, it was shining. What is the meaning of these two things? He said, you sent to John. And I testify that John is shining and a burning light. Remember Hebrews 12, 29. Our God is a consuming fire. Now, God is light. I have found out your shine. Now, remember where we come from last week? God is light. God's word is light. Psalm 119, verse 105. That we read last one, verse 135. The entrance of a word given light. So, light comes from the word. And I also said that light comes from fellowshipping with other Christians. So, God is light. God's word is light. And if we look at your light, your degree of shining is directly proportional to the encounters you've had with God. Some people can illuminate an entire nation. Just like you have full lights, you have allergen lights, you have all kinds of lights. I will start next week by saying that, and then I think I mentioned last week, because it's good to repeat it, because people don't remember, but only few listen again and again after the service. Remember, I also mentioned there is how far a light can see. But there is also how clearly a light can see. So, there is the distance which a light can cover. And then there is something called the clarity of the lights. Hallelujah. The third factor about light is that light, no matter how powerful it is, will be affected by the positioning. I will talk about that another day. That's why the Bible says you are a city set on the hill. See, the most powerful light here, if we remove it from the top where it is and put it on the floor, you have reduced the efficiency of the light. It won't see as far as it should see. And we talk about how your assignment and your placement in life. This is why, get along with a wrong person. You've already caused some measure of dimness to your light already. Isn't that happening to some people in marriages? Locate wrongly. Physically, geographically, you are going to reduce the potency of your lights. 
Because position will always have a light. Once you don't mount it where it should be. So Jesus said, nobody put on a light and put it under a bushel. And remember what I also said last week. I don't know why I'm repeating this. Even though everywhere is lit up right now, if I don't want my tab to see light, I just need to lift up this carpet and put my tab under. There is light, but it will not reach my tab. Jesus said, or Paul said, he said this way. Second chapter 4, verse 6. If our gospel is hid, he said the God of this world has blinded the minds of those so that the light of the glorious gospel of Christ. So when Satan can stop light, he can stop the object receiving the light by veiling it. If you put your phone right now inside your pocket, you are sitting on that line, but the light will not reach your phone anymore. Hallelujah. These are different, but let me stay with just John today. A burning and a shining light. Now, what I've also found out is this. If you are not burning, you will not shine. Burning represents ah, dear Lord Jesus. What is in Luke 24 verse 32? I want to show you something. Because maybe I'll, I'll just stop you on the burning part this morning. Remember Jesus said to a particular church, you are neither cold nor hot. I'm going to spit you out of my mouth. When you see a burning Christian, you can tell. You have not led anybody to Christ in a while. Oh, our God is a consuming fire. There is a portion of God in you that causes you to burn. When you burn, your words will burn. Something happened here. Luke 24, verse 30. Luke 24, yeah. Give me verse 32. 32, not 22. Now, they said one to another, did not our heart burn within us when he talked with us by the way? I will, uh, I will just continue second service for me. This event happened on the road to Emmaus after resurrection. So two guys were walking and Jesus joined them and they did not know it was Jesus. So they said they crucified a prophet in Jerusalem today. He said, what are you guys talking about? He said, are you a stranger? You don't know that the town is boiling now. They I said, hey, what happened? He said, a prophet was crucified. And Jesus said, really? And the Bible says, it began to, the Bible said that their eyes were covered and they didn't know it was Jesus. Then the Bible says, he began to speak with them. And began to speak with them. Till they got to the house. Ah, Lord. This is the unction that we need. They were so uh, and God, what Jesus was saying, they weren't conscious of time anymore. Then he did not say he wanted to leave them to part. Then they begged him to stay, and he stayed. Then they wanted to eat, and they broke bread, and he gave them bread. Then the Bible said their eyes were open, and they saw it was Jesus, and then he vanished out of their sight. Now, when he vanished, one of them said that we should have known that it was Jesus. So when he was talking to us on the way, our heart was burning. <laughs> There is no unbeliever we cannot win. Only that we don't have too many Christians whose words can burn people's hearts. This is why we preach and they argue. You are not a burning and shining light yet. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, the people said, we didn't know was talking to us, but we saw something. When he was talking, there was a burning. Because if you burn, your words will burn. As we share with men, the gospel of peace, there is a reaction inside. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. And you begin to set men ablaze for Christ. So Jesus said about it, no wonder John was in the wilderness and the Pharisees were coming to see him. Jesus said it was the burning and shining. When this happens to a man, when you are baptized by Jesus at this level, wherever you are, you cannot, you can't hide. John looked at the Pharisees one day, saw them by their hundreds. He said, who asked you to come here? The Bible said they came to be but Even Jesus himself came to be baptized by John. He was the burning. What happens when you are the burning and shine light in your house, in your office, in your environment? As we illuminate men, see, I don't like saying this, but it's true, non true nonetheless. Anyone who is not burning, the enemy will attack you severally and do his coffee. In Revelation 11, Bible talks about two witnesses, which will be probably Enoch and Elijah, after the church has been raptured. That if any man attempts to kill them, fire will come out of their mouths and consume their enemy. You see, Paul said we are aroma of life to those who have been saved and aroma to death. Because the word of God is a double-edged sword. The same message that heals, that transforms, can also kill. Because people can wrongly approach it. In other words, even though we are sheep, we are not left without protection. If we are burning and somebody attempts to in the night, there is a fire that consumes them. Even though yours is not to look for people to curse and hate people, but in your state of peace, the Almighty ensures that they say, see, it is, it is a terrible thing when a Christian is not burning. That was what Jesus said to that church that you are lukewarm. Ah! He said, I wish you were hot or cold. He said, belong to a place. He said, I'm going to spew you out of my mouth. He said, I am the consuming fire. You call me your father and you cannot burn. Second service, I will speak about daily devotion. In the, as simple as it is and the importance of this. Holy Spirit, are, they, are you getting what I'm saying this morning? Glory to God. Hallelujah. When you talk about Isaiah 60, every Christian wants to shine. But the beginning part is to burn. As you burn, you shine. And that heat is supplied by the Spirit of God. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. In these last days, there will not be space for lukewarm Christians anymore. Because it's getting serious. Nations are showing it. Either you know the God you are talking about or you make yourself a laughing stock. 
this fire can be you can transfer it from yourself. It won't leave you, but it will spread around the entire family. When you are talking or praying, everybody can feel that there's something going on here. And they become partakers of what you carry. This is what I want to share with us this morning. What is the most important thing about this? Numbers chapter 6, no, sorry, Leviticus 6. Let's start from verse 10. Leviticus 6, 10. It is this burning. Part of what fire does is to purify. This is how lust is burnt away from people's life. And Christians who don't have you can tell. So weak and always exploited by the devil and victims of everything, even sin. Whatever prevailing sin is in the atmosphere, it catches them as well. Because they are neither hot nor I'm being let talk to you this way. Hallelujah. If we get to the aspect of our eyes and shadows, it's sweet. The beauty of lights. And we are going to go into all that. God spoke a word and lighted up. There are many aspects of it, but let's start with this important aspect. Now, God started saying this to them. The priest shall put on his linen garments and the breeches and all those things. He should take up the ashes with the fire and consume with the burnt offering on the altar. He shall put them beside the altar. Verse 11. He shall put off his garments and put on other garments and carry for the ashes without the camp onto a clean place. Verse 12. That is where I'm really going. Verse 12. The fire upon the altar shall be burning. It shall be burning in, in it. It shall not be put out. The priest shall burn wood on it every morning. Look at verse 13. He emphasized that again. The fire shall be burning upon the altar. It shall never. Mark chapter 1 talks about Jesus waking up very early in the morning. Listen to me, everybody. What gives birth to power? I know some of them are the vigil tonight. That's, that's what has affected my voice. You saw a measure of demonstration of God's power, did you? Listen. Encounters with God is what God's power. But encounters can only happen when you are consistent in your devotion. I sat before the vigil last night and the word Lord came to me. Switch from some big things you are talking about. Talk to the people about simple things as regular devotion every morning. For many, they have an altar that is haphazardly arranged. Today you pray 5.30, tomorrow 6, you pray anyhow. The moment you don't have a routine in the place of prayer, you do not have an altar and then you don't have intimacy. You know what, I, what I've just said? When the angel appeared to Zechariah, all the people they appeared to in the Bible, they appeared to them at a particular schedule time. They studied their routine and they showed up that time. If you are not, even if it's 20 minutes every morning, once you start, stay there. The fire must not go out. There is nothing like praying well today, not praying tomorrow. Regular 
time with God every day, 20 minutes every day with God, is better than seven days dry fasting and the following week you are not praying. You hear what I've just said now? Your day is controlled by what, you, what happens between you and God the early part of the day. I've always encouraged you here, if you have to go east or send in the middle of the night, even if it's five minutes, stop and pray. Many times you'll be woken up by an angel, but you thought you woke up by yourself. You went to east or seven and switched another side. And they were telling you, and I've told you before, prayer that you initiate can never be as, as powerful as prayer that God initiates. Lord, I'm praying. It's not as powerful as daughter, get up and pray now. When the Spirit allows you to pray, He is seeing something. Victory is near or attack is near. And He wants you to quickly possess it or destroy it. But you turn the other way and sleep. Then when you wake up, see, in this realm of the Spirit, one hour, if I one minute can make all the difference. God told them to go and attack. They said they were not going. Numbers 13, 14. Then God told Moses that they are stubborn. And Moses told them the message. Or Joshua. Or not Moses. Numbers. Then they were pricked by the message. And they said, we are sorry. And they gathered their guan. When Moses told them, I see. If you left some hours ago, the power of God would have gone with you. There is a difference right now. If you say because, actually we are still standing there. They went and the enemies defeated it. When the spirit says launch into the deep, that is the time to launch. If you launch after that, there's nothing in the deep. Because per se, the answer is not in the depth of the sea. The answer is in the power of the spirit. You don't get that? When Jesus said, cast your net to the right side, not because the answer is... I don't know if somebody's getting what I'm saying. When he said to Peter that come, and he came out of the ship and he walked on the sea, if Peter tried to do it before or after, he will sink. When he said come, that word provided a platform, a pavement for him to walk on. This is also why obeying God promptly is important. Now, first of all, wait, 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 and check men like Abraham and fathers of faith. When God gave them a word, they woke up early in the morning to obey. They did not even wait for daybreak. Because there's something about seasons in God. The more we pray and fellowship with the Spirit of God, the more we burn. Until it gets to a stage, it's in your words. The fire is so much that it makes you, it makes it difficult and impossible for sickness to come over you. And when you speak anywhere, even when you are communicating business language with people, they find some... Ah, I don't want to mention his name. One of the leading consultants in Nigeria is talking about... Now, this guy charges about 10 million to speak for one hour. It shocked them one company one day. I was there when he told us that he has never read any book about business. He said, I don't read books. He said, I only read Bible. Ah. I'm not saying we should not read. We should read. But I'm just saying that in his own case... 
He said, when they tell me to my speech to a company, there is a way I pray. Yes, I studied some things before. When I start speaking, I am going to go straight into how the company will make profits. Not what Warren Buffett wrote and this one. When I'm true, all the managers will conclude that this is what we need. And they will overpay me. <laughs> Hallelujah. Did somebody just hear me this morning? Yes, I'm going to continue next service. I want to stop here. Let's stand. Because I want to talk a little about the conference. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. We worship you. Create a time with God every day. Listen. It does not have to be in the morning. It can be in the night. Once you set up an altar, God meets you there. And God does not miss appointments. Neither should you. Don't allow it to oscillate. Stay there. This is what... I'm not led to go beyond this now. It's what I want to share with you this morning. Put the wood in the fire every morning. Wood will always represent the word. In some cases, the flesh. Every morning. Every morning. Again, if your capacity is 30 minutes a day, starts, but stick to real life, guide that moment with everything in you. That if you don't do any other thing, 5.30 to 6, you pray. In that your time. And if it's in the night, guide that time. The first attack against your spiritual life is for Satan to fight against that time. Yeah. It must be a time you must never look at your phone. It must be a time you must never share with anybody. This is power moments. That's what you tell yourself. Nothing takes its time. Nothing competes with it. It is separated. I load unto God. When you start that way, something starts burning in you. After a while, you start having encounters in the place of prayer. The next thing you will start knowing is that you will start knowing how your day will go. I've seen this time without number. If a friend I've not seen in a long while is coming to see me in the office, I don't think there has ever been a time that there was no alerts. If I didn't see it in a vision, I will know there is, there is seeing something. There is also knowing. The Lord might not show you something. You just know that this and this and this will happen today. And you can speak into the day. Early in the morning, one morning, walking up and down like that. And I was to drive to Ibadan. I was just 20 then or so. 21. I was saying, you are them. I just knew there was something waiting on the way. So I was praying. And as I was going, I got to a right place they call Olodo. I just knew, not I heard the voice. I felt that I applied the brake now on the express. And I did. A young boy from the village just ran 
There were elders here, there were elders here. They all put their hand on there. Yeah. So when they crossed the other side, the uncle took him and started beating him. But I stopped and I told them, if I had eat your boy, you would have bought my car. You understand? You know the way they behave. Now you are beating him for running to the road without any. But if I had crushed the boy, it would have been a different story. You know, for like a few minutes, I couldn't drive again. I just stood and said, dear Lord Jesus. I said, it was near. The boy just came from the village, just ran. But the Lord just said, apply break. And I did. The, it was like this. Just passed. That the uncle had to beat him at the other side. I what kind of boy? And I told the uncle, I said, now you are beating him. But where were the people when, how, how, a small boy like this? If a car hit your boy, now you would have turned it to something else. He can guide. In 2023, you will need him more than before. Do not be a lukewarm Christian. And that's what I'm, I'm starting with burning. Begin to burn in the place of prayer. You will begin to command your day. You begin to understand the way the day will go. And what the Lord doesn't want to happen, you'll join him to take it out of the day. Yeah. Glory to God. And as you go out to speak to people at any time, there is power in your word. Even when you are talking about business, there is power in your word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. Are we blessed this morning? On Wednesday, everybody wears whites. What time is the service? We're actually starting 5.45. Because we have... <laughs> Minister Duso, Eko, Lawrence Oyo, and Bishop Aloki all together the same evening. Don't miss... Look, be a good boy today and tomorrow in the office so that they will release you. Do Just keep working. Work, tell your boss, what else is to be done? If it means closing by 9... <laughs> So that they will let you go by 3 o'clock on Wednesday. Don't miss either. Take break if you have to. Don't miss either morning or evening. Wednesday starts evening, but Thursday we are morning and then Friday morning and evening. I'm asking everybody, get ready. We have been praying. Hallelujah. You know, that's interestingly. Tonight is the what of our prayers. So we have tonight, Monday night and Tuesday night, and would have prayed for 40 nights. All of you that attended all the 40, God bless you. Amen. Yeah. I think last night we were almost 400 there that I prayed into early hours of this morning. Early, and we are still here this morning. It's amazing. God has never asked us to do this before. 40 nights of prayer. And now it has three days more. If you're a worker, you haven't been joining. You still have a three-day window. I have covered you in Matthew 25. The man went out, he had laborers. 7 a.m., 9 a.m., 12 and 3. And then he hired some 5 o'clock, one hour to close of the day. And he paid them the same amount. Because we are praying for mercy for you. If you still come, the last three nights, but please, workers, you must be identified before you can come in. But if you are a worker, or you've been in this church for years, and you love your bed more than anything. God bless you. Embrace your bed. Sleep. Hallelujah.
You know, Jesus told them first time, he said, pray that you enter into temptation. He came back and he made them sleeping. Then he prayed the same prayer the second time. Came back and made them sleep. But he thought that he said, sleep on. Continue. He said, the son of man is betrayed already, so make a cuckoo sleep. <laughs> there are those who have they have been in the church for years. They have not attended any of the prayer. 40 nights. Not one. Not because you just love your bed and you love your home. Hope your bed is a waterproof one. No. Water bed. Wonderful. But the days when God is calling men to rise up and pray, may you not be missing. Yeah. I'll stop here. Hallelujah. My last announcement will be, please, if you know anybody, so, next week, Saturday, is Mercy Encounter London. It will be awesome. Some of the leaders are going with me, and I'm asking everybody, you have um, the number of any friend in London. Send the, the WhatsApp number. Send the WhatsApp message to them, inviting them. Then send their number to us. So we can also send them an official invite for the program. I believe almost everybody here, you know somebody in London or somebody in UK. If you don't, write on them after service. I will take you to London so that you can meet a friend there. I know that many people suddenly say, I don't know anybody in London. <laughs> take me. Now, if you don't know anybody in London, write your name. I'll take you to London and introduce some white guys. So from that day, you have friends in London. You know what I just said? Now, some of you don't believe. What of if this is God trying to help you to go to UK for the first time? Okay. Since you don't believe, I will draw my offer back. <laughs> You've not tried me and you don't just... Some of you just said that. Pastor is joking. But I've not said that anything about joke. You, you just believe I won't do it. Uh, be it until you according to your faith. <laughs> Is there anyone who believes? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Those of you that believe, thank you. The problem is, I don't believe. <laughs> Hallelujah. But if you have numbers, please send to us. Amen. God will help me to speak in second service. I'm trying to preserve my voice for the conference and we are still praying tonight. If you're a worker, join us tonight. If you haven't been joining, I'll join the last three days. It ends Tuesday nights into Wednesday morning. We usually stop before one or around one so that people can go back home. Father, thank you for your word. Help us to be doers and not hearers only. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you, are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior, and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. 
You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.